This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Beck. It's our phone number in case you'd like to talk to us today. Uh, I understand we got some breaking breaking news. We do. Is that true? Uh, because I'm very excited about this. If yes. this is if this is half as good as Donald Trump's thoughts on Easter, uh, then I I'm very excited about this. Well, I would say we're about to learn something incredibly spiritual. I sense mm-hmm. if you're. If you're not a religious person, you may want to just turn down the volume for a minute. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, and I'll really? tell you why, Pat. Uh, Donald Trump has been asked a very important question about faith. And wow. not is this going to change your view on whether you think Donald Trump <laughs> is really a faith-based person and, and feels this deeply? Yes. The answer to that is 100% yes. Yes. But it goes much further than that. <laughs> okay, This good, is going good. to change the world. It's going to change okay. people who are... Penn Gillette is going to read this and be like, you know what? All right, I'm, right. I'm in on the God right. thing. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, I will say Muslims are going to convert. Uh-huh. Wow. Jews will convert. Wow. Uh, atheists will convert. Uh, Hindus will convert. There will be only Christianity after I finish reading this. We're, only- we're, we're on the verge of something in- extremely historic right Yeah. Now. I mean, historic. this is pretty amazing. Change the world stuff. Are, All you, right. ready? are you ready for it? So, Question yes. is from, I believe, uh, Cal Thomas. He asks, you have said you've never uh, felt the need to ask for God's forgiveness, and yet repentance for one's sins is a precondition to salvation. Somebody finally asked the question. Holy cow. Very well, I would would add. Wow. I ask you the question Jesus asked of Peter. Who do you say he is? Donald Trump responds. Okay. I will be asking for forgiveness. So obviously he hasn't yet, but he will be in the future asking for forgiveness. Okay. I will be right. asking for forgiveness. He will be. But hopefully I won't have to be asking for much forgiveness. As you know, I am a Presbyterian and Protestant. I have great relationships and developed even greater relationships with ministers. We have tremendous support from the clergy. I think I will be doing very well during the election with evangelicals and with Christians. In the Middle East and this is prior to the migration, oh, you had almost no chance of coming into the United States. Christians from Syria, <laughs> of which there were many... And again, this is who Jesus is. This is, Jesus. This is who Donald Trump says he is. And, and In the Middle I East. Want to, I want to point out that he has great relationships. With ministers. No. 
No. He has great relationships. He has even greater relationships, relationships. with ministers. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So there are great relationships in his life. And then just separately. Just separately. And then he has greater relationships. And then there's great. He just wanted to decide there. What? I have great relationships. <laughs> I have mean, um, greater, I mean greater relationships, relationships with ministers. With ministers. I so okay. I just want everyone Good. to understand Thank that. Thank you. Um, so let me get back to this important migration okay. part sure. of who Jesus sure. is. <laughs> uh, in the Middle East. Well, he migrated. Right. You know, from, I know. And this like, is Nazareth. To you don't Jerusalem. think I know this? Yeah. Okay. I'm already on board. I've already read this. Part. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. In the Middle East, and this is prior to the migration. Okay. You had almost no chance of coming into the United States. It's important to know. Christians from Syria, of which there were many, mm-hmm. many of their heads chopped off. <laughs> I mean, it's just so delicate. He puts it so delicately, and it's, it's just moving. <laughs> if you were a Muslim from Syria, it was one of the easiest places to come in to the U.S. Uh-huh. I thought that was deplorable. I'm going to treat my religion, which is Christian, with great respect and care. So there's actually a follow-up. It's, yeah, I mean, that was basically a poem. Right? That was his I mean, a preamble you know, you, to the Constitution. More than a poem? That's almost a scripture. Yeah, you might as well canonize that. Put it in the right book, of, now, book of Trump right now, and put it in the book of Trump, or I, I don't know, include it in the four Gospels somewhere. Just mm. throw it in; it doesn't matter where. Just put it in there because it belongs. I think so. I it think belongs. So. That is scripture to me right now. Absolutely. Um, now, Cal Thomas <laughs> follows up. Who do you who do you say Jesus is? For some what? reason, he didn't believe it was what? an answer. What? Were you not listening, Cal? <laughs> Maybe his ears stopped working. <laughs> you, uh, did, I hope Trump's answer was, get the damn wax out of your ears, you <laughs> douchebag. Well, he's too much of a religious guy. To say. Right. He's too religious. Right. That's, that's a good uh, point. Uh, so, uh, I, and... You know, right now you're feeling the spirit so strongly yes. from what he had just said. <laughs> yes. You dare not ruin it by saying something mean. <laughs> so, all right, go ahead. He says, uh, but who do you say Jesus is? Jesus to me. Okay. Is somebody that I can think about for security <laughs> and confidence. <laughs> what? Now, this is right out of the scriptures. We're in Bible country right here. Right out of the... As Jeremiah Wright said, yep. still in Bible country. We're still in Bible country here. Jesus, to me, is somebody that I can think about for security about for and security confidence. and confidence, okay. Somebody I can revere. Revere. In terms of bravery and in terms of courage. Not another term. No, so. no other he terms. He can't Those rever- two. revere him in other no, terms. No, bravery and courage are the two bravery. things he reveres. <laughs> you wouldn't revere him for, let's say... Being the son of God. No. Uh, being, necessarily. Right, right, of course. Right. Um, okay. Jesus to me is somebody that I, I want to get all of this together. Right. Jesus to me is somebody I can think about for mm. security and confidence. Wow. Somebody I can revere in terms of bravery and in terms of courage. And mm-hmm. because I consider the Christian religion so important, mm. somebody I can totally rely on in my own mind. So in his mind, which is, in his mind, he's able to revere the courage and bravery of this person who gives him security and confidence. You're not going to get any more religious than that, America. I mean, you said you didn't want a pastor in chief. You've got one right here. He, he, he's going to just step into the White House and hold services over and over and over again. I would be sobbing right now if we were on the air. Yeah. 
Uh, because but Jeffy is. Look at him. Look at Jeffy. He's sobbing. Jeffy. Yeah, in, he is. He Look is, at yeah. that. He's wow. lost it. He's wow. lost it. Yeah. I, wow. would be, I would be perhaps on the floor. If I had heard this at my house, and, you know, I was in a quite a, kind of a quiet, contemplative yes. m- mode, mm-hmm. I'd be on the floor sobbing. Well, the first thing I would do uh, is go to my room where I store my Bibles and go to 2 Corinthians right away. 2 Corinthians. I would go right yeah, to 2 Corinthians. Yeah. And this is essentially, I mean, he's almost quoting two. from the Bible right, here. Right, right. Um, as you know, uh, Jesus said many times, look, the, the, my main function here is to give you confidence. Uh, mm-hmm. In your own mind, you should rely on me. for, mm-hmm. And think about me maybe as a courageous guy or a brave guy. Uh, and I will give you some uh, confidence and some security. Uh, yeah. And then that will, right. by the way, again, that that's not, it's just stored in your mind. That's where that's stored, is right. in your mind. Not right. in your heart, uh, not in your soul, but in your mind. Right. Which is, I mean, it's, just, it's, so, it's over the top religiosity. <laughs> I get it, Donald. <laughs> we get it. You're at church 50 times a week. We understand. I think he lives at church. I think so, too. Uh, I, right now, I think he probably... He probably has a place somewhere in a church. I don't know if it's a cathedral. Well, no, it's not because he's Presbyterian or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but somewhere in a Presbyterian church, mm-hmm. Donald Trump uh, has a dwelling there, and uh, it's beautiful. I mean, how does any religious person? And you know what I'm going to hear? I'm not looking for 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 the the pastor in for chief. the pastor in yep. chief. Kind of not the point. Uh, are you looking for somebody who's honest? You're looking for that because they're not looking for that either. Honestly, they're they're just not. No, I mean, I mean that's obviously people. Like, this is the fun part. That's about as this. pathetic as. I mean, if that doesn't tell you, guy has no relationship with Jesus. He doesn't even know who he is. You can't even nowhere in there is a mention of uh, Savior, of Son of God, of uh, his. Yeah. Ministry of forgiveness. He's he's already shown multiple times he doesn't bother with forgiveness. He's never asked for it. Well, and, and to the point that he's still in this interview says he hasn't asked for it. That's yet. amazing. I mean, he's saying uh, I will. Man, I think. What, and this is something that comes from a very basic. Did that happen this morning? I guess so. It's just being posted. Um, mm. I, this comes from a, a basic. I went to church a few times relationship with religion, right? Which is to say that you're not saying that, like, the concept here, as he says, a precondition to salvation, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's saying, I recognize I'm imperfect, and I recognize I've done things wrong. I'm sure I have sinned many times without even realizing I've sinned, right? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure I've committed, done things that are wrong, uh, that I had I, yeah, at the time didn't have. even yes. process as a as something I did wrong. No doubt about it. And that's it. why there's a blanket. It's not a hey, I did this wrong yesterday. Let me come and and uh, and ask for forgiveness over this particular action. It's saying like, forgive me for my sins. Now you can also mm-hmm. specifics are great, but forgive me for my sins. I recognize that I might not have the perfect picture of everything that I've done. I recognize that I'm imperfect. I re- recognize that I'm fallible. Uh, that's the exact thing he can't recognize. Well, he's evolving, he thinks, though. He's getting closer. Now, what he thinks, though, is at some point, I'll do something wrong. I can't think of anything I've done wrong. But at some point in the magical future land, I might do something wrong. And at that point, I will ask for forgiveness this time. Yeah. Um, and, of course, he'll never come across that thing that he's I, done wrong because he can not He can never recognize that he's done anything wrong. And, you know, it's interesting because the answer is so bad that 
I honestly believe an intelligent atheist, say Penn Jillette, oh, yeah. could give you, if he's trying to fake it, if he's trying to say, look, I've converted now, and it, let's say Penn Jillette's running for office, wants to pretend he's Christian, wants to pretend he's sincere about it, he could give you a better answer on who Jesus is I mean, Penn than Gillette, Donald Trump just Penn Jillette's not even fair. Because Penn Jillette, is at le- I mean, yeah, he's, why he's an atheist, he's A, I, too smart, yes. and B, he's a put a lot of A 14-year-old atheist. Right, yeah. A 14-year-old, <laughs> a 14-year-old atheist reads we've a message never board, heard of. Reads a message board about atheism, and that's yeah. all he's ever read. You don't have, you don't have to have gone to church no. every week for your whole life to come up with a better answer than that. You don't have to go to church at all to come up with a better answer than that. That is... It's mind-bogglingly bad. Yeah, I, I mean, he, on, like wow. my big problem with Trump on this is not necessarily—it's his fakey, it's fraudulent. Fake it. Oh, it's infuriating. Just tell us. Just look, say, I'm look, not spiritual. I, We've that, had people that do that. We work with I mean, Jeffy, who's <laughs> essentially <laughs> Satan. Yeah, and we can understand it. Certainly we can hang with him. Heathen. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, he might not be actually Satan. I'm just saying that he's very close uh, to the I'm policies. Not, I'm not Certainly a Satan. godless animal. Yes. Oh, absolutely. He's a godless animal absolutely. at the very least. In every Thank way. Thank no. you. But I mean, like, I've worked with many people who don't respect religion, or very commonly, are you know what? Like, you know, I believe in God, but I don't go to church. I can't. I don't like the people at yeah. church. They're hypocritical. I don't want to deal with it. Yep. You know, I'm not saying I read the Bible, but I do believe in God. Yeah. That's a very standard thing that that describes a lot of people and it would be completely comfortable mm-hmm. for the american people to come in and say i would still vote for this guy instead he has to fake as if he's this biblical scholar when he's uh, literally never thought of these things at all democrats never do that they don't no. bother with that stuff now why is he uh, and he comes from that background you know he's essentially a democrat still to this day why didn't he just say look it's that's not a big part of my life. I'm a businessman, and I'm going to make America great again. You don't have to pretend. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Yet he feels the need to lie about everything. Yeah. Ross Perot never made a big deal out of religiosity. He got 19% of the vote. I mean, it's just bizarre to me what he's trying to... The fraud he's trying to perpetrate I mean, here The, the most bizarre. famous religious speech from Barack Obama was him saying, I'm not going to talk about my pastor anymore. Right. I'm getting rid of my pastor. I mean, people. And I, I don't know that he's country. been to church since. Has yeah. he? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, he had Jim Wallace as a religious advisor uh, for a while. Jim Wallace, you know, but Marxist. Exactly. I mean, and so, uh, people, people, the country, while many of them believe in God, and so a lot of people are Christian, people can can totally take what Donald Trump probably is, which is he probably thinks of himself as a guy. I went to, when I was a kid. I went to this church. I go there at Easter. I go there. This is what he used, how he used to describe himself. I go there on Easter. I'll go there on Christmas. Not mm-hmm. thinking about God all the time, you know. But you know, yes. Do I, I do I believe in God? Yes. Should I should I be a better Christian? I should. And I, I but I you know it's not. I, oh, he, I, we he all never fall admit down. to we having to be a better down, anything right? though. We all fall down. Yeah, that's that's yeah. something the American people will be completely fine. Totally with. fine. And with. what's interesting, Pat, is he's broken every single piece of orthodoxy. Running oh, yeah. for president, yeah. and I don't mean religious-wise. I mean no, like I from a conspir- conservative perspective. Yes. He, he's saying I will fund Planned Parenthood because they do a lot of good things, just not the abortion part. I don't care I, if it costs me votes. Universal health care right. is All where these I am. Things he's been willing to violate, and he will not cross this line. He weird. still fakes as if he has some relationship with with really with, with God in a traditional sense. And again, like he, 
I'm not criticizing where he is with God. That's his own business. But to sit here and lie and try to talk uh, uh, to people of deep faith and try to f- fake that um, uh, nonsense to them is so embarrassing. Just on that on that one thing alone, you shouldn't trust him on anything he says. I mean, again, I know you know how we feel about this, um, which is why I love the Pat and Stu program. <laughs> because I will say on radio, we, uh, we're, we're doing this thing with all the voices and all their uh, arguments, and we're trying to be as nice and understanding as possible. This is for the audience here. You guys put him as the grand nozzle of the douche hall of fame. We don't have to be nice. Right. We don't have to be, uh, uh, we don't have to play. We don't have to We're be, not trying to perpetrate some fraud here. No, we're, we're not, not going over that. there either. But I mean, no, uh, but, but I, I, I'm, I, I feel, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, over here, uh, we, we can wind you as much as we want. It can get it out of our system so we don't, we don't harass the other audience who are probably all voting for Trump. We don't have to harass them with it. We can harass you. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. The four horsemen of the apocalypse have saddled up and they're riding through town right now. The four horsemen are galloping through your downtown area right this second. So this might be a good time to start your short-term emergency food supply. And our friends at My Patriot Supply, they can help you with that. They brought back their best offer ever. It's a stupid good idea. It's a stupid good deal. Uh, You can get a 72-hour emergency food supply for ten dollars, ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know why I had to say it. Like I, my voice is changing or something. But uh, you're going going through puberty. Ten. Pat wanted to tell you that. Ten. That's his way of telling you that uh, detail about his life. <laughs> uh, this is going to guarantee, of course, that you can eat for seventy-two hours in any emergency, and uh, if you eat slow, maybe even seventy-three hours. Uh, it's pretty impressive. Eight 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 four one one six eight four four. Now we're talking about what uh, three days? You're talking nine meals. For you. So if you get, well, let's say, I think the, I don't know if there's a max here. I think the max is like four of them. I don't know. Just if, if it's only two, then call twice. Uh, but, uh, wow. You're tra- Are you just trying to perpetrate a fraud? <laughs> I am. Friends yes. my yeah, just say you're, you're, say you're Donald Holy Trump. Holy cow. Really religious when you call. Matt, um, I'm not the one who said that. that <laughs> that's him. Sorry, Matt. Uh, so, but, you know, <laughs> you, for you your family, guy? you're going to be able to. I'd like uh, to be pissed at him, but right, I've no. ordered like four or five to save address, so. Okay, sorry, go ahead. You've called four or five times, <laughs> and you've ordered the maximum four or five times. The bottom line is you get you know one for each one of your family members. You're going to be set in the case of, uh, God forbid, something happened that's a, dis- a disruption in our food supply, mm-hmm. which, I mean, we all take capitalism so for granted that we just sure think do. these things can never happen. Mm-hmm. Yet, uh, over and over again, all around the world, and even here in pockets, we've seen it over Boy, and over no with natural disasters, terrorist attacks. You mm. need to have something to be prepared for these situations. So for $10, this is the easiest way to do it. 888-411-6844. 888-411-6844 or preparewiththeblaze.com. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing 
washer and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Why you're getting, getting upset? You're the one that's upset. Why am I upset? I just I said know. I had a couple. What do you mean? Why you're upset? You're just upset for no reason. I just said I had a couple stories I wanted to talk about here. Yeah. Okay. Well, then by all means, no, if Mr. you just said it like that, it might have been better. I just said I didn't even say it like that. I just okay, said, you snotty bastard. Go ahead. That's right. I requested. <laughs> or, I did. I said I have a couple things. I, I know. Really I just said it. Okay. Jeez. Don't get so pissed. You don't have to yell about it. What? Uh, well, what? What stories? Um, thank you for joining us. <laughs> I, um, uh, here's some stories. Okay, you I... little wuss cake. <laughs> get the story out there. All right, so Hillary won last night. We know that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of officially over, right? And yes. she sort of declared it officially over, and yet... Sanders is not accepting that. And all the over. now Pelosi is endorsing. We talked about that yesterday. All the politicians are falling in line. And here, the issue is the reason it's not over over is because of the superdelegates. Um, because in theory, they can they change their switch. mind at any time. So they, if they all so, switch to Bernie, he could still win. She is only over the top because of the superdelegates. Right? Um, yes, but that is always the case. In the Democratic, in the Democratic Party. Party. Like you, Since they started this. Anyway. Right. I mean, it's, it, there's, you have to get to 2,383. Something I think like it's that. something like that. And the delegate, the superdelegates are like 700. So, I mean, it's like a quarter of the vote. So it's, it's unless a it's a complete blowout, you almost never get there with the And election. she won California by a lot. I mean, yeah, he, she he was supposedly close for a time. No, she it, won, it wasn't close. I think she wound up winning by 13, um, which puts her up by over 3 million votes. Wow. Um, or actually, yeah, here we go. Um, so this is because uh, this is uh, one of the things people are talking about is that uh, Trump has beat the Republican primary vote record um, by 1.4 million votes. But here's the highest total uh, vote totals in primaries and caucuses. Uh, uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Fifth place, I guess, is Bernie Sanders from this year, um, which is he got 12.5 million votes um, this year. Um, fourth place is Donald Trump from this year. Uh, he got 13.5 million votes. Uh, in third place of most votes ever in a primary, Hillary Clinton this year, 16 million votes. Amazingly, though, uh, both Clinton and Obama from 2008 got about 18 million votes. You know, Matt Drudge is pathetic. Uh, he's making such a big deal, and he's done this since... I don't know, February or March, where Donald Trump, the most votes ever in a Republican primary, over and over and over. He's been hammering that to make it seem like he is the most popular Republican candidate to ever run for office. And then you give these figures where he's fourth overall. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, of course. The, the more population you have, yes, the more the, people are going to vote. Right. You notice that all of these are 2008 or later right. um, of the top. Budget. And, and why again, is that? Because we're now a, pop, uh, a country of 320 million right. people. Right. And uh, 2008, Obama and Clinton had a very tight battle. When you have a competitive battle, more people turn out. Because what happens when you're Barack Obama in 2012 is no one shows up to vote because he's already got the nomination. Are you saying that there were more votes cast for Donald Trump? 
than there were for James Madison in 1808. Oh my gosh, I am. He, James Madison, a founding father. It's true. Donald Trump is more popular than him. I would say it's more than James more. Madison, George Washington. Thomas Jefferson. John, John Adams. Adams com- all of these combined? guys combined. Holy Think crap. about that for, That's for, how popular for a moment. He's, Donald Trump, this is the, your, your headline here, Matt, for tomorrow. Uh, right top of top of the uh, Drudge Report little in red, red. red. A little red ink there. Red, about that big, probably that big font. Donald Trump, more popular than all founding fathers combined. You can make the case. Do it. And it really, does making the case really have any uh, any place in, in Not what anymore. headlines are? Not like, anymore, do you no. even try? Does they even try to make the case anymore? No. Um, so uh, here is uh, Donald Trump. Uh, as you see, as we said, uh, Donald Trump got 13.5 million votes. And, and you know, Bernie Sanders got 12.5 million. I would completely <laughs> argue that uh, Trump's um, accomplishment in this campaign is m- more significant than Bernie Sanders. But, again, Bernie Sanders and Clinton stayed competitive until the end. Yeah. So that's why Sanders is close to Trump. It, it just, I mean, all it has to do with is population point. growth I hadn't even thought of that. and competitiveness. <clears throat> that's a good um, point. So, anyway, uh, here is uh, uh, Sanders, or t- Donald Trump now, welcoming the, the supporters of a socialist? Watch. To all of those Bernie Sanders voters who have been left out in the cold by a rigged system of superdelegates, we welcome you with open arms. Believe me. And by the way, the terrible trade deals that Bernie was so vehemently against, and he's right on that, will be taken care of far better than anyone ever thought possible. Um, so, uh, incredible. Uh, first of all, again, as I've said to you many times, uh, and we did the monologue on it the other day, Donald Trump himself is saying he's Bernie Sanders on trade. This is not just us saying it. He's saying it. He's saying he's the same as a socialist on trade. And again, it's the only thing he cares about. It's the only issue he cares about. Again, I don't, I, I'll, I'll never understand that. But, but beyond that, he, he, he's lying as badly as he did with Ted Cruz about the rig system um, as he is here. Uh, Hillary Clinton, all of her flaws, wound up winning this election of the popular vote something like 56-43. It was not close. She won by millions of votes. I would, I would guess... <laughs> If you go up to the point where um, Ted Cruz drops out of the race, mm-hmm. Sanders uh, was probably further behind than even Cruz was. I, I don't know that off the top of my head. I mean, obviously now that Cruz hasn't been running, I'm sure that that's not true. But at the time when he dropped out, Cruz was probably closer than, than, than Sanders is. This is not a rigged thing. Clinton won this fair and square by a large margin. She won by three million votes. She won by something like two or three hundred Elected delegates, not super delegates, elected delegates. This is this idea that it was a fraud or that it's uh, that it's some you know someone getting screwed here is not true. Hillary Clinton just won. I, I will say it's closer than a socialist should have been oh, to the Democrat Party nomination. But you're right, I, it wasn't that close. Yeah, I mean, I, she she won in a she did not win like the. Um, uh, Golden State Warriors are beating the Cleveland Cavs. She did not do that. 
which is what she should have done against a freaking unknown socialist. Yeah. It should have been, you know, 80 to 20 by the third state, and, and there have been yeah. no contest. She did not do that. She just had a, a win. She won solidly, so there's not enough, there's no question to it. It wasn't close, but it wasn't a blowout. It was, it was a competitive race for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the equivalent of a... It's a it's a it's a nine or you know nine point victory in a basketball game. It was a it was a ten point win in football. It was something where like there was a, enough of a split, but it was l- somewhat competitive. You're you're still trying with four minutes left in the game. You're still throwing you know throwing the ball down the field and hoping for a miracle. You kick on side. Mm-hmm. You give it a whirl. You don't just give up. Um, but it, it was it was a, a solid win for for Hillary. Not what she should have done, but you know a win, no doubt. Can we go back to the still photo of uh, Trump last night, uh, surrounded by Melania and Ivanka, um, and get a look at that? He has made history in this regard. Uh, more beautiful women around him at every speech than any candidate in U.S. history. I, I think that's pretty clear there. Well, no, it Taft. Well, except for, okay, right, there was William Taft. William Howard Taft. <laughs> He's a darn close second. With Melania there on his left and Ivanka on the right. Wow. And then his son's wives are quite handsome as well. Mm, very nice. Triple eight seven two seven back. I don't know if you know this. Uh, bil- <clears throat> when billionaires uh, tend to get married, they tend to marry people who are attractive. And the children of billionaires mm-hmm. also tend, this is not a scientific study, but it's something I've learned over time, uh-huh. uh, they tend to, to marry, even when they're hideously ugly, uh-huh. tend to somehow find women that are attractive That's to marry. really weird. Because <laughs> do, do billionaires just have super wonderful personalities? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's a certain All right. je ne sais quoi that has a bunch of commas and zeros after it. Uh, by the way, final uh, uh, popular vote. Clinton, fi- about 16 million votes, 15.6 million votes. Sanders, about 11.9 million votes. The spread, 3.68 big... wow. million votes. Man, this is not a rigged system. If they were tied and or Bernie led and then the superdelegates went to Clinton, that's you'd have different. this argument. Yeah, that's and it's different. still not rigged because that's the system. Um, yeah. And that's what the Democrats wanted. It's the Democrat system from the beginning. So it would not be rigged at that point, although you could at least make an argument. Here, Hillary Clinton won by almost four million votes. It's an embarrassing argument by Donald Trump. And that's and one he can't possibly believe. Probably one of the things Obama will say to Bernie. You know, tomorrow when they have this summit meeting they're doing or whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah. is look, you know, you got you got your ass kicked. Okay, it's time to get out. It's and and we'll do whatever concession. You know, you, we'll give you a nice place at the retirement home. Uh, I think maybe even the convention. You think you think there too? I think they'll give him a nice a nice wow. place to hang out at the okay. convention. Maybe a good seat. <laughs> uh, so I mean, again, this not is ridiculous. No, not in a press box or yeah. anything. No, no, oh, right. no, no, no. Okay. no. I, mean, I think right. maybe backstage where he can't <laughs> be seen. Um, but what I will say again about Trump is not only is his argument BS with Sanders, it's an argument he absolutely knows is BS and is saying it anyway. And we know this to be true because at, he said it with Cruz. It was BS with Cruz, mm-hmm. and then afterwards, after he won, he said, "Look, well, the system's not rigged anymore. I won." Like the system, he literally the, said that. Yes, the system didn't change. He literally said it. He's just just admitting that. Yeah, of course, I was yes, saying that to win. I didn't unreal. believe it. And of course, again, he doesn't believe this. Uh, if that's not Saul Alinsky, the ends justify the means. I don't know what is. More Pat and Stu coming up.
understanding. No, it's only here. I told you the stories I requested will happen now. You didn't get to them, but what about the last segment? Why? I, 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 Why I, I, are you so angry? I told you he was pissed. I wasn't time. angry. I, I, I don't know what you're so talking about. Okay, so uh, Renee Elmers was uh, is a big uh, figure in the in Congress. Uh, she was is kind this of a, one of your little stories. It is. Don't <laughs> walk away, Renee. <laughs> so she was uh, initially thought of as kind of like a Tea Party ish person. Mm-hmm. Uh, people called her out because she had some uh, views that didn't seem super pro life, and kind of that whole thing. The whole Tea Party relationship sort of fell apart. Although she was right, she is pro life. Uh, Renee Elmers. A lot of people think she's not. I can't remember what the because issue is. Because her stated position on her uh, on the websites is because uh, I looked and I, I couldn't oh, yeah. find where she was super. I can look it up. I read this. This is a while ago now, but the, uh, her stance on something and the people, the pro life people, don't didn't don't like, like her at the end. I can't remember okay. the exact reason, but I, I, I'm just summarizing here because I want to get to the point of she. <clears throat> Wound up running and was in a somewhat competitive race and called in the big guns. She was one yeah. of the first people to come out and speak out in favor of Donald Trump. She has endorsed Donald Trump. Not only did endor- Donald Trump endorse her back, but then also uh, uh, did robocalls for Renee Elmers. So this is like his first stance mm. uh, as a um, uh, an endorser as the presidential candidate. Um, also a first happened last night. Renee Elmers became the first incumbent to lose in a primary. Wow. Uh, he's uh, he's so, that good. Yeah. So his coattails are just oh, wow. that long. Mm-hmm. And he pulled her right along to a, a, a loss. I mean, I'm sure that could only happen to like one person. Right. Well, the GOP incumbent, the first GOP incumbent to lose in a primary this year, of 52% for uh, George Holding uh, and Renee Elmers. Uh, uh, Got about, uh, uh, I guess it's 48, but I don't see that number on here. Um, uh, no, just, no, sorry. It's, it, there must have been more candidates. 52% for holding. Um, uh, Renee Elmers, who was uh, a three-term incumbent, um, she uh, she lost. She has 24% of the vote. Yeah, so she, she lost 52-24. Yeah, sorry, I didn't see that. I mean, she got, got 24% killed. thanks to Donald Trump. Wow. I mean, she only lost by 20 she got killed. 28%. I mean, she's almost wow. less than half of her opponent. So, uh, and then look, you know, <laughs> the, the Donald Trump um, coattails, as you pointed out, very strong. Um, <laughs> and and as, you, as you noticed before, Pat, um, uh, Donald Trump not only has candidates that he endorses, but he also has an African-American. Um, now, I don't know if he's seen some of these <laughs> amendments. He? You didn't see that? that comment he made <laughs> last week? Did he miss week? the 13th Amendment? Yes. Or? There's some amendments that might addition, uh, yeah, deal I mean, with having an African-American. But th- you saw this quote from a while ago. He yeah. said um, uh, something to the effect of... Uh, my African-American? Uh, yeah, my African-American. Uh, you know, over there, there's, there's my... Isn't that great? Here's my African-American. Look at him. Um, well, he wasn't just his African-American. He was also running uh, a race uh, for political office. And here's the tweet that shows you how that one came out. Uh, Trump called him my African-American at a rally last week. He finished in last place with 2% in his congressional race. Oh, but he did get the full 2%. So the coattails, I mean, Wow. They so far so good. I'll say that. Um, and you want to see how the general election is going to go. Uh, I think there's a moment here that we might learn a little bit about how what direction these things are going to go. And you, tell me if you think these things are going to be effective to a general election audience. My my belief is that they will be pretty effective. This is a uh, an ad by Priorities USA Action, um, and uh, it's a you know obviously a, a super PAC you know that's supporting Hillary Clinton at this point. Uh, watch uh, watch this new ad. 
I remember being in the ultrasound room and finding out that our daughter was going to be born with a disability in spina bifida. She was born 20 weeks later on Valentine's Day, oh. and she is a total blessing in our lives. Grace is the happiest child you've ever seen. Despite all of her medical challenges, she brings out um, the goodness in each person, and that's what we see every day with Grace. When I saw Donald Trump mock a disabled person, I was just shocked. You gotta see this guy, oh, I don't know what I said, oh, I don't remember. That reporter he is talking oh about my. suffers from a chronic condition that impairs movement of his arms. The children at, at Grace's school all know mm. never to mock her. And so for an adult to mock someone with a disability is shocking. When I saw Donald Trump mock somebody with a disability, it showed me his soul. It showed me his heart. Yep. And it, I didn't like what I saw. Priorities USA Action is responsible for the content of this advertising. Oh, my. <laughs> Holy crap. What <laughs> an effective, brilliant, powerful ad. Tell me that's not going to sway some votes oh my in gosh. November. And there's, there's two things to look at here. Why didn't that happen in, I don't know, March? Why, why didn't somebody break out this couple back in March? I don't know, like, it sounds like Ed News. It rhymes with <laughs> Ed, Ed News. <laughs> I, I, why I mean, didn't Ted do that? Why, it was certainly why? Um, and so I think Super PACs mentioned that, but they didn't do it that, that effectively. I mean, that was brilliant. Um, that was nicely done. So two things here. One... How does that play to a general election audience? Does that sway votes? To me, holy crap. I mean, that's yeah, a powerful oh. ad. And, and, and you might say, well, mm. he's going to, of course, say he didn't. We all know he did it. But secondly, and more importantly, forget the, of the election. That is just wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, if these yes. attack ads on mm -hmm. our candidate are just on the money. That is completely the mm -hmm. right way to look at this situation. I... I it's horrific that he would do this to somebody. Yeah. A guy, and again, a guy, not just some guy, a guy he knew and had a relationship with. For a long time. For a long time, this reporter. Um, and not, and was, I mean, he was hurt by this. I mean, it's so incomprehensible that he did that. Um, and, you know, I consider it completely and you know morally reprehensible. But beyond that, what does it do in an election to people who haven't seen that clip yet? I mean, I bet if you said how many people, if you did a poll on how many people have seen um, uh, Trump um, uh, mock a disabled person, the percentage is probably twenty. I mean, maybe it's twenty percent of the voters have seen that already. Maybe, maybe they did a poll of a bunch of his different controversies um, about two or three months ago. And most of the numbers were in the 20s and 30s and 40s that I even heard about the controversies. Mm. When we get into a presidential election, it's only two people or maybe two and a half that people are focusing on. The 24-hour news cycle, people are really focused on what Donald Trump has done. A, that stuff's going to be powerful to them. And B, he's going to do 500 times. Uh, he's going to do the same thing 500 times over. I mean, he's going to be calling Mexicans incapable of doing their jobs because they're Mexican. He's going to say that Muslims are incapable of doing their job because they're Muslims. He's going to say all of the things he's been saying that people haven't been focusing on except for Republican primary voters. He's going to now be doing that every day. Again, the yeah, but Trump ethos says it will just work because he's Donald Trump. He will just say it. And yeah, but Trump, everyone will excuse it and vote for him anyway. But, I mean, I don't know. Can you get past that stuff? I, certainly no one else has ever been able to do it. And 
I, I know you'll say, well, he won the Republican primary, and he did. However, that's obviously only a slice of the audience. I mean, you know, you've got, you got to, you're going to convince, are, are Democrats going to be able to convince um, uh, voters with an ad like that that are independent? And you know what, maybe aren't all so ideological. And, you know, they just want to be nice to people. And, they, you know, they, and they see, hey, well, the first woman president, I don't really like her that much. But, hey, you know, this guy's such a douche, I can't do it. I mean, I just feel like that is going to be something that is going to make a difference at some point. But, of course, I've been wrong on this the whole way. We'll see. I know. Uh, that, to me, uh, that's is pretty powerful. Effective. Yeah. 888-727-BECK. More patents, too, coming up. Hillary's just too bad, though. Mm. So you're still, you, you, so you don't think that's going to work? I don't know. The, the margin does seem to be rewhiting. And now the first women president for a major or nominee yeah, for a major gone. party. She's got to get her bump coming soon. She's got to get her bump coming soon, too. Yeah, so. We'll see. Finland, yeah. Norway, Denmark, Sweden. Those are great countries. You need to be more like them. They are like them. Yeah, Norway. Norway's great. Their brand of socialism's terrific. Their people are free. Well, unless you want to teach your children your religion. <laughs> I mean, but you can't have that kind of extremism going on in your country, can you? In January, uh, the Blaze reported on Norwegian parents whose five kids were taken from them last November by the government on by the government on charges of indoctrination. The uh, this little Christian sad. family, sad the mom and dad, there, point. Uh, had their children taken because they were accused of radicalism for raising their kids with Christian beliefs. How the hell does that happen? Uh, the, I mean, it's not China. You know, it's, it's Norway. The family appealed the decision to move, remove the children, but it was rejected. As the couple's story spread, more than 64,000 people from all over the world, just 64,000. Of course, I don't remember the story either that well, so I didn't sign the petition. But uh, in April, Norwegian Child Protective Services returned the, uh, finally returned the youngest of five children, um, it's not clear why the other children weren't returned at the same time. Then last month, more than 100 attorneys from around the world and members of the European Parliament wrote a letter to the Norwegian Prime Minister explaining why the government's decision to seize the kids violated domestic and international law. I mean, here is a family that wanted to do nothing else other than tell their kids that Jesus lives in your mind to teach you about <laughs> courage. And... <laughs> Just the simple Donald Trump principle. <laughs> That's it. That Donald taught us. From the book of Donald. You know? Uh, he wanted to know, look, Jesus lives in your mind. And wants to give um, you confidence. He should be revered for his bravery mm-hmm. and should give you some confidence. <laughs> that's all they wanted to do is to get that message to their children. I don't know that that's too much. To no, ask. I don't think so. Is it? Yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> it's funny, if they actually taught them that, then they, they wouldn't have been taken away. Because it wouldn't be anything close to actual Christianity. 
There are, there's, you know, obvious, there's the obvious frightening detail of Norway taking children from parents because they taught them Christianity. There's another scary detail here that might go uh, less noticed, and that's the fact that the European Union can go to Norway and say, hey, you're violating domestic law. Wait, uh, it's our law. Uh, It's domestic, so we'll decide. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye now. But in the EU, you can't do that because you're also subject subject to uh, European Union law. Uh, so they hit him on, you're, you're violating domestic and international law. Uh, therefore, it was important to Norway, uh, to the EU, that Norway immediately release the children back. And apparently they did. So finally, the kids returned to their families. Uh, and I guess more indoctrination is on the way. I mean, I, I hope they don't go so far as to say anything more than, Jesus is there to give you confidence, and you should revere him for your, you for know, courage. For, for, cur- for his courage. Don't start into that whole, you know, he died for your sin stuff. Now, do you, do you think that they also were trying to teach their kids that uh, the family had tremendous support from evangelicals and had great <laughs> relationships with ministers? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's almost understandable if they went that far. If they went that far, <laughs> I, would not be, I would not support this family. I want you to know that right, out, right I, now. That's a pretty amazing story. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people think, well, that's Norway. That would never happen here. It starts in Europe, winds up here. I mean, how many times have we seen that with how many different issues have we seen? Uh, homeschooling. Um, these kinds of yeah. religious freedom religious issues, freedom, the, the way the ABF community is, is dealt with. We've seen that move over here as well. Uh, the, 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 the ABR community. Well, I think we'd learned that it's the ABF. Is community. it the ABF? What do you yeah, got? We have. We, we call it the ABR. Yesterday we broke <laughs> yeah, it we down did. to the ABR and uh, which is fine. We can call it that, but that's really new. Yeah, but the ABR no. isn't a real thing. Right? Correct. Uh, ABR, ABR is a is a is a is a is a composite. ABF because ABF is. slash ANR is who they are. So it's it's, it's either the uh, adult breastfeeding or adult nursing community. <laughs> adult and we put them together community. with adult. Breast- where, where did <laughs> I get a? Where did we get adult the breastfeeding relationship? So yeah. that is a yeah. thing, or it's not. Well, it it is, but the community itself is the uh, adult breastfeeding. Or the adult nursing community. Now, the ABR, we, I mean, is the adult breastfeeding relationships. You know, that's something that we really didn't say that was an actual community. Oh, they I, are I don't, the I don't care. Oh, it's the, I think it's the ABR community, then. I, I don't care that's what, what anachronism saying. you use to represent just so their rights are, are protected. I mean, are that's, protected. Amen. If there's one person in this show, it's to protect the rights of the ABR community. It's an adult breastfeeding relationship right. community. Yes. Or is it adult ABF community? Or is it ANR community? Which community is it again?
Jones, too. Hi. Welcome. Triple eight seven two seven back. This is kind of interesting. I and you know you can't help but feel for the guy or gal or you know whatever um, he currently is Hello. or she. Uh, Richard Simmons, actually, his publicist is denying claims yeah. that the fitness guru, guru is uh, living as a woman after undergoing a secret sex change. But um, others are saying that Richard Simmons is living as a as a soft-spoken woman named Fiona. But the and I will say that they they have this but the picture that TMZ had of him coming home from the hospital. Yeah. Uh, looked like he had a beard. Oh really? In the back back of the car. Richard Simmons him, with a beard, I can't imagine. If it that. was him cuz he had been admitted to the hospital. <clears throat> And that's what brought some of this on, was that he had to be rushed to the hospital, and he claimed that it was just dehydration. Huh. Um, but the picture they had of him coming back home, it looked like he had a beard in the back seat. So, Well, this kind of would have fit into the whole, Richard Simmons has been missing for months. Yeah. Has he been kidnapped? Is he safe? Whatever. And uh, you remember that whole thing? They, they were talking about Nobody that a while him, ago. Yeah. Nobody had seen him in a long time. It would kind of fit into if he's going through some kind of change. He didn't want people to see him for a while. Um, but his publicist says no. We should point out, by the way, crap. the source of this story, which apparently is false, is, again, the National Enquirer. Well, and you know that they do some good stuff. You know that they were responsible for the John Edwards thing. They were responsible for the Ted Cruz uh, relationships. Ted, Ted Cruz's the dad who killed JFK. Right. All of that. Uh, they were on all of it. Mm-hmm. And so, so they nailed that and probably nailed this, too. Um, you know, they're a bunch of despicable people. Obviously. This is a world yeah. exclusive. And they're also reporting that he's been castrated. Uh, so that would not be pleasant. Secret uh, breast, I, you know, breast look, surgery and castration. We Ooh. all are aware of the sensitivities around these issues in the LGBT community. Um, right. Of course, obviously, we're more focused on the ABFANR community. Mm. Um, but all those rights are important. Why did you leave out the Q in LGBT? Uh, I, did I? Yes, you did. You did. I apologize. You very noticeably if, if, left out the Q. If and I'm I wondering did. if you've got a problem with queers. <laughs> it's somebody that used to be an insult, and now it's not. I don't understand. It is not a, an insult. Uh, you know, and you know, there's a lot of issues that people are fighting for. Uh, this program in particular yes, is on right. the cutting edge of the fight for ABFANR rights. Yeah. Um, it's more like not, a war than a fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actual, yes, I would, I would agree, war. but not everybody's there. So I guess this, uh, these haters have to keep doing stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, in all seriousness, the, when they say castration, is, are they trying to describe the sex change surgery? Are they saying, because that's, well, that's what you would, because if you went through the surgery, that's what would happen. But that is not happen, the way right? a, uh, it's never that's described that you're never supposed it. to describe it that they way. Don't discuss no, it right? that way, yeah. You know, that's a... Uh, it's a gender transformation surgery. I, Correct. I mean, I can't remember the last time I heard it called castration. And, of course, there's other ways. There's obviously I mean, chemical and all sorts of different the things. The National Enquirer is claiming that he has had a you know, boob job and that he's going undergoing hormone therapy and that he's gone the whole thing. He's gone the whole way. So for his publicist to deny that, you would think, well, then it must not be true because right. that'd be pretty easy to tell. Right. Oh, and there's a 99% chance they're just lying. But in that, in that respect, if he has disappeared, which I, I, I will say I don't, I mean, the fact that he did one photo shoot dressed as a woman is not exactly stunning. Um, who hasn't done that? He's also an entertainer. I mean, I, to, I've done it. I've been on national television dressed as a woman. It doesn't mean I've had a sex Again, I repeat, oh, who hasn't done that? Right, right, yeah. You have. Jeffy has. Uh, Pat, I don't know if you have. I know you've done Andre the Giant. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you've the done the Reaper. several things. I don't, don't think I've done a woman. No, mm, no, I don't think so. Mm. Uh, uh, who's the a- guy? Do we know who the caddy is there? Uh, Jim. It's Jim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jim, uh, I know because he's the only guy I know that wears a really tight tank top with a pen inside of it. <laughs> yeah, Jim is the only one that does that. It's just a Jim thing. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, this is what Jim is known for, and there he is doing it once again. Um, I don't know what, I mean, A, I don't know if that actually is Richard Simmons. There's a slight resemblance. Yeah, it doesn't I, look like Richard. I don't know that that's Richard Simmons. B, uh, you know, obviously he's an entertainer. Uh-huh. Again, the man is on television all the time. Rudy Giuliani. Also dressed up as a woman uh, um, right. and started making out or trying to kiss Donald Trump. Does that what does that mean? I mean, is the Enquirer going to do an expose on that? I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, so I mean, but again, it could be true. My guess is, however, it's not, and the Enquirer knows it's not. And if he actually has disappeared for a couple of years, I mean, there's a chance, and there's been reports of this in the past as well, that he's you know a very depressed guy and is having trouble. With things and if that's true, you know, God, man, you're pushing them over the edge, yeah, right? Shame on you. That's really bad, really rough. Um, but again, it's not as bad as the treatment the ABF and ANR community Thank you, on, right. on a regular that's basis. Right. That's right. Um, but that's right. But that's a story. Hey, I'll tell you this: try to be a member of the ABR ANF community, the a- ABF ANR community. I'm sorry. I'm just so emotional about it. I can't even get the. Uh, <clears throat> you didn't give me that break when I didn't leave, when I left out the queue. I noticed. <laughs> No, I did not. <laughs> but try to be a member of the community and go into a restaurant and, you know, practice what you believe in at the restaurant and see what happens to you. They will not be tolerant of it. Now and I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> pissed off. And those haters in Texas, uh, they're also uh, stopping cross-dressing cowboys. What? from going into ladies' rooms uh, in Crescent, Texas, at the Barbecue on the Brazos, which is a very very famous uh, local restaurant up there in North Texas. And right on the women's restroom door, it says, no men allowed in women's bathroom, please. Look at that. There it is. Right there! Proof. No men allowed in women's bathroom, please. Can you imagine the hate? I can't even get my head around how much. Well, just because there's a sign on the door hate. doesn't mean you have to follow it. Well, uh, they did ask nicely. <laughs> they said please. They did say please, uh, but that's not the whole story. According to the owner of the barbecue on the Brazos, the community of about a thousand, uh, half hour southwest of downtown Fort Worth, has a specific beef with a cross-dressing cowboy who occasionally does go into the place. Controversy goes back two and a half years. Uh, he said before this gender thing got started. There's a truck driver who comes in here who occasionally has on jeans and boots or occasionally has a shirt and six-inch stilettos. A skirt. He's a pickup man for rodeos. Uh, Pickup men guide rodeo riders to safety after they've been thrown. So he's like a rodeo clown, I guess. The furthest thing from my mind was to see him in hot pants, a blouse, and six-inch heels. I don't know why. The sign was typed up, placed in illuminated cover, and laminated cover, and taped to the restroom door uh, after several women who work at the restaurant uh, noticed that they were, they decided they were a little concerned about him coming into the restroom. Wow. Everybody got together and said, we can't have this guy going into the ladies' room. Wow. I don't care if he has a dress on or not. They all got together just to hate that one the guy. same wow. way so many wow. in the ABFANR community are treated. Yes. You aren't treated. Uh, yes. Every, every day this happens. Every There's day. signs put up, hey, don't breastfeed your boyfriend at the table. <laughs> 
I mean, it's not funny. <laughs> it is not funny. I cry. It's not funny. Okay. It's it's not. It's not funny. On top of the difficulties yeah, look, inside the ABF A and R community themselves, right. then we have to deal with the outside attacks. Well, how many times mm-hmm. have we said this, Jeffy? If if you don't, if you're in the ABA ABF A and R community, and you don't feed every two hours, you're going to lose progress uh, towards the ultimate goal of being able to feed. So, yeah, but that is the ultimate goal. Yes, correct. Right, <laughs> is to get the breast milk. And if you're not, what I'm saying is. If you are sitting at a table mm-hmm. and that two-hour window comes up, you got to do it right, right. there. And Is, why should you be ashamed? Yes. Should, uh, what are you gonna? F- when I when you eat, do I ask you to go into the bathroom? No, 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 no. No, we so do don't not. Don't ask me <laughs> to go into the bathroom and do that. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sorry, very. That's emotional. what we're all saying. Very emotional. You're all right. You sure. Are. You okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this on so many levels. I know it's great. It just on so it's many great. levels, I love it. The ABR, A- ABF, ANR community. An ANR probably should be first, but either way, it'll work fine. Why? I'm just getting it in my head the right way. Stop screwing with it. The way it comes up. The ABF ANR community. Thank you. Right. Now, this is, this is, look, if there's one thing that this network, The Blaze, is fighting for, mm-hmm. it's the rights of the ABFA in our community. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing Glenn cares about, okay? <laughs> you can talk about the Constitution, you can talk about taxes and socialism and progressivism, and blah, we do blah, from blah, time blah. To time. We'll hit those things. We don't care about any of it. Number one on the list, the rights of the ABFA in our community. community. You're right. Of which. And that's why he founded this yeah. network in the first place. So that we could fight for the rights of the uh, ABFA and our The Blaze. It's a fire. How do you put a fire out with liquid? Where do you think the liquid comes from? I mean, do we have to draw this out some for you? Some guy's tongue. Okay? So. That's how you put the fire out with some guy's tongue? <laughs> I thought it was going to be breast milk. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, after the guy. Oh, okay, so you're saying the guy would yeah. drink it and then. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, spit it out on the fire. By the oh, way, dude. No, huh? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Do we have our Waparito yet? I mean, we've got a story. Why Why would we have a story when what we want is the Waparito? We talked about this yesterday. I don't care uh, about the story. This is day two day that two we've talked about this particular story. The held hostage. Yeah. The huh. Waparito, by the way, is a burrito made out of a Whopper. Uh, do we have the picture of it? Look at this thing. Look at that. Look at this thing. Why don't we have it? Look at that. Why don't we have ten of them? I don't know. Is this the collectivization <laughs> of manufacture? I don't know. The I'm not sure. something else of the human psyche? Institutionalization Thank you. of the human psyche? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Or, you know, because this is, I will say this is a good idea. Uh, that is a good idea. Uh, this is, I like this. I mean. You could probably get it without meat, I would assume. You could do it with a, they have garden burgers there. They have a veggie burger at Burger King, so they can make it up. Then for it me. wouldn't be a Whopperito. It's true. It was without I mean, meat. Technically, you're right. But they do serve it, and I can, I can experience. It would be a Rito. Thank you for that, Jeffy. Appreciate that. Not the same thing. That's great. Mm. You know what? Just like ABF and A are not, A and R are not the same things. No, they're okay. not. No, they're not. And inside the community, they're fighting each other too. Yeah, they are, and they should be. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you don't unite for the principles the ABF A and R community stands for. Thank you. Thank you. That's what we're trying to bring across. And what, are, what are what are those principles again? Oh, you know. 
I know, but I, I, don't I just want you, you to articulate them to the audience. So that they know. <laughs> I don't need to tell you about the principles of the ABF in our community. community. All right. Okay. People subscribe to the Blaze. They're they're intimately involved automatically. You you don't know this, but with your Blaze subscription, you are automatically signed up to several ABF ANR websites. <laughs> you you have wow. a subscription to all of the magazines. You are in there already, okay? Okay. We count you as supporters of the ABF ANR community. Okay. It's time Thank for the, the entire community to come together. Yes. Unite. Unite. Mm-hmm. All right. According to the Telegraph, Professor uh, Spiegelhalter of Cambridge. Uh, you're familiar with Professor Spiegelhalter. <laughs> Who is it? Right? Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> a prominent member of the ABFANR community. I, I, yes, I know he is. is. Uh, he told an audience at the Hay Festival, which you're also, I'm sure, uh, all too familiar very with. Very familiar. Uh, people are having less sex, and uh, Netflix is to blame. You can start seeing the changes in society, he said. People are having less sex. Sexually active couples between 16 and 64 were asked, were asked, and the median was five times in the last month in 1990, then four times in 2000, and three times in 2010. At this rate, by 2030, couples are not going to be having any at all, which is a very worrying trend. Spiegel That's a very Al Gore prediction, That's by the way. Right. At this rate, sex will stop existing. All right, and this rate is not going to continue, obviously. <laughs> Spiegelhalter went on to explain why he thinks Netflix is the culp- culprit. Uh, one of the researchers mentioned the word iPad. I think it's the box set, Netflix. OMG, I've got to watch the entire second series of Game of Thrones. I mean, there might be something to that that you, you get so hooked on... A series that you start binge watching. I've done that a million times. Yeah, and you maybe um, you're in bed and you flip the TV on, and it's more mm-hmm. interesting than what's laying next to you. <laughs> you know, believe me, our wives have all thought, "Holy crap, can you I can keep believe the TV? that?" Please. Yeah, but they, they all thought that before Netflix. <laughs> no, no, too, no, no, honey. So. <laughs> That's a good point. No, but now uh, they have an excuse. There's I'm another sorry, series honey, I have to start right now. <laughs> yes, you're they, right. They even start using British terms for uh, seasons. <laughs> The second series of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I think that's, I mean, I think the distraction part probably does actually affect that. Yeah, I mean, it I, probably does. You know. Uh, I don't know if it's knocked down that much. No. I mean, there's probably a bunch of, cu- of different culprits. Also, but. the Whopperito is probably doing more <laughs> it's damage. Probably <laughs> it's not probably helping. doing a lot more damage. <laughs> it's not helping. Uh, all right. Uh, there you go. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is our phone number. Sponsor this half hour is Super Beats. Uh, Super Beats. You know what, you want to talk about uh, firing things up? There you go, Super Beats. Uh, it's a great product, and it's one of these products that like, big-time athletes use. Uh, because beets are one of these things that you're supposed to eat, and instead you eat Whopperitos. That's what we do in America. Uh, no one wants to uh, eat beets because, you know, first of all, I'm not crazy about the taste of beets, to be perfectly honest with you. And second of all, they, they're too healthy. Uh, and healthy things I don't usually like to consume. However, Super Beats has understood this issue, and they've addressed it. And what they've done is come up with, for example, uh, the delicious, uh, which the black cherry flavor right here, black cherry. Now, I, everyone likes to drink a black cherry drink because black cherries are delicious. Beets are not. So they make the beet juice, which is, I think, one, it's one shot of, uh, of, of Super Beats equal to two liters of beet juice. So you're getting all the goodness and healthy stuff from the beets, but it doesn't taste like beets. Super Beets now comes in black cherry flavor, and, you know, give it a shot. 
It's uh, 800-951-8896. You're going to get all the health benefits, get the energy from the Super Beets, and you don't have to taste beets, which is the big problem there. Uh, first canister is free, guaranteed, or your money back. Uh, it is 800-951-8896, 800-951-8896, or stewlovebeats.com. If you don't love it, they're going to give you money back. There's no risk. 800-951-8896, or stewlovesbeats.com. So apparently Jeffy uh, did a little show preparation, and uh, he's got some stories for us. Oh, yeah. Do we have a little yeah. open? Mm-hmm. Mm, I love there that. There are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> so first of all, I'd like to say that uh, on behalf of Stu and Pat and myself, mm-hmm. the struggles that are going on in the ABFA and our community, we're with you 100%. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 100%. I want to keep that going. I know that the mm. adult nursing relationship aspect plays a much bigger role mm. because, uh, you know, it's considered a lifestyle. And the adult breastfeeding uh, just describes, you know, the interaction between two adults is not really a, mm. mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of like a cheating kind of thing to the uh, well, one, to the ANRs. One but. can just mean that you're perhaps doing it for pleasure. Correct. Right. Correct. If, if you're, you're not just, just in the relationship. Right. Right. So I'm just saying, I know those struggles are there, but listen. Mm-hmm. Well, look, did you see the way he just keep demeaned ABF families? I, keep the I, fight. I do. I do. <laughs> and I'm a little disappointed in him. Um, so you're saying we should say the ANR the community? Not the ABF ANR? No, I think they should both be together at all times. I think they keep should together, be together. But I know that they've got Stay their struggles together. between each They're other. They're stronger together than apart. Well, that's why we're trying to, we're, we're trying to unite here. Let's yeah. be honest about it. We're trying to unite. I think Abraham Lincoln said it best when he said, "A house divided against itself cannot stand." <laughs> he was correct. Refer- people don't know this. He was referring to the ABF in our community. You're like, oh, it's talking about the country. No, he was no. not. No. No. <laughs> okay, Jeff, that's you a have common a- misconception. <laughs> it is. A lot of people oh, believe you. that. Yeah. I do. A couple stories we can talk about. One is the Chewbacca lady. Oh, yeah. I believe when we were on vacation or somewhere around there back uh, when you guys were on vacation a week and a half ago or so, the Chewbacca lady uh, video went viral. Yeah, it was big. And it was really big. And I, I didn't watch it the first day. And I was, you know, you see it everywhere. And I watched it. And the first time you watch it, it's funny. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was, thought funny. It was good. Well, she mm-hmm. has now had 155 million views. Oh, my And more gosh. than 3 million shares. Making it the most watched Facebook live stream ever. A hundred and fifty-five million views? Correct. Three million shares. She now has received a total of $420,000 of free stuff since wow. the video hit. Wow. That's Four hundred and twenty. And most of, most of that comes with... Uh, uh, a university, Southeastern University in Florida, I will, a Christian liberal, liberal arts college, uh, yeah. presented uh, her whole family with a full tuition scholarships. The kids. Wow. I mean, that's a little bit of a fake way to get to 420 because, uh, I mean, are they really taking them all? Like, you're all going to the same co- Like, is the mom going yeah, to this right. college for four years? Probably not. But, but still. Uh, she got uh, half a million uh, dollar includes money travel to appear on talk shows, Walt Disney World, okay. and all now, the Coles merchandise. Parlor, if you post something like that, does YouTube just start paying you? 
um, for the for the views. They you can what? get paid for views yes. like that. Um, I just don't know. I, I think this well, is a this, this is, is Facebook. Facebook Live. Though, so right? I don't know Facebook. that Facebook Live pays you at all for that. Um, uh, now YouTube would pay you. It, but you have to be—you have to be registered as that yeah, type of user, uh, yes, right? Yes, like on you, your channel, you have okay. to have like a YouTube channel or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I've never—I uh, actually don't know how. I that mean, works the, the video wasn't that good. No, it was fine. It, it was, was funny. Just, it was funny. You know, it was, what was good about look. it? Oh, was finally good about it. We but talk, the most watched of all time. You know, Glenn. Well, on the Facebook Live though. So that's a little bit oh, different on than Facebook the YouTube so, Live. Okay. So yeah. Because sure. I was going to say, 155 million is not the most watched on YouTube. Yeah, right? no way. No, no way. No way. That's not even close. Yeah, um, yeah no way. Yeah. The, um, you know, what was nice about it is that it was genuine. Yes. It was, it, it seemed, was genuine. Yes. It seemed, you know, legitimately genuine. Now it's, you know, it's kind of passe because everybody, Coles made a big deal about it and everybody tried to make it such a, uh-huh. such a good, it was nice of Coles to do what they did, but... You know, the the original video of just her doing it was done because it was just genuinely she was happy to have found this stupid mask. Yeah. And she was going to have fun with it with her kids and telling her son that it was hers and not his. You yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. was the whole point behind yeah. it. So I, good for her. I will say it's better than some of the stuff my kids show me that have 50 million Yes, that's supposed to be and, and It's like, look at this, funny. Dad. It's so funny. It's not. He lifted his finger. Like, what? what? Yeah, we know watch. It's not. And? I mean, look at it again! <laughs> and they'll just be howling. And I'm like, I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. Not literally lifting a finger, but uh, stuff that's so stupid, I, I just I don't even get what the deal was. I mean, how does that have 155 million views and the Gay Frogs Alex Jones compilation does not? Right. Thank you. That's right. the type of thing that should have 155 million views. Yes. There's no doubt about that. I mean, and that no is doubt about literally that. my favorite video of all time. Awesome. Um, but we, 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 that one needs to be available, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like like the Douche Hall of Fame animation is available, mm-hmm. we just need to be able to just roll that out whenever. Uh, like, on, can we make that happen in the future? Not right now, obviously, but in the future, can we just have that like ready, like the Douche Hall of Fame or the Jeffy Stupid yeah. Song thing? It's just like in that ready to go thing. All I've sent the, the link out a few times at Jeffy MRI too. Uh, a number of times people have asked for it, and uh, yeah. I mean they've been they have been asking for it, so it's out there. Oh, it's it's going to be big. Uh, it's it's going to be big. It's out yeah. there. But it's not quite up to 150. So we have a couple more stories that we can get to today, That uh, animal stories, uh, one, before uh, before I leave uh, for a few days. Well, that's right. It's Jeffy's last day. Uh, so we finally got there, Stu. We finally made it to Jeffy's last and final day. So congratulations. You, you know, I will say... Uh, it's been fun. I, know, I don't want to have these big... Uh, Modeling. Announcements or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But I, I remember when we first started working together, um, you know, I really... Uh, I, mean, I, th- I thought that was the f- that first day was going to be the last, the last day. Yeah, um, and uh, and, in, and in, for whatever you reason, are, Glenn this, kept him around. Yeah, and you've been here for a long time now, and, and I just want to say congratulations for a yeah. really a good run here. I mean, a, an incredible run, and uh, and see ya. <laughs> but I still have a couple stories to do. I mean, oh no, you can do a couple okay, stories. Go ahead, and do then, the stories, and then get out, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. It's Jeffy's last day, though. Today, Jeffy's so. last day, everybody. And uh, I, I know we've said before that we would have a party on Jeffy's last day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not true. We're going to have a party tomorrow when we're sure he's gone. Right. Okay, go ahead, Jeffy. Because we've heard this kind of thing yeah. before. Yes, and got, I, got our hopes up and oh. prepared parties and stuff, and then we're vastly disappointed. And then tomorrow, by the way, for for the uh, for this for the uh, control room, can we put in the? So we see behind Jeffy 
if we look at Jeffy for a second, um, behind him it says Jeff Fisher. Can we put a still frame of Jeffy in there so he's still over there? So that, like, when we're talking and we want to insult him, he can still be over there. So people, you can still cut to that shot of That's Jeffy kind great. of standing there. That's a good there. idea, yeah. But, I you like know, that. Jeffy, just kind of stand there and look <laughs> look generally hurt I'll give you a for couple. a couple of minutes. I'll give you a couple. Just like, and it's like, we'll just use this video okay. and we'll just keep coming back to it. Because this is really your whole role. That's your whole repertoire just kind of right there. Just keep looking at the camera. This is good. Uh, this is really mm-hmm. good. Uh, you, you, oh, wow, you're surprised at what was just said. Oh, no. You're surprised. Oh, oh come wow. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that's great. Uh, uh-huh. And then and now start t- talking without your mic on for a second <laughs> so you get the other your other value here on the show. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> All right, good, good. I think we have enough to replace All you right. uh, for the next few uh, years. Okay, so, Jeffy, uh, go ahead with your other story. You got an animal story? Uh, two, a couple of animal stories. Okay. Uh, one, coming to America. This could definitely happen in America. It happened in Australia, but it's absolutely agonizing. A lady runs over a tree frog. Okay? She's mowing the lawn. Okay. She runs over a green tree frog. And she has it airlifted. She asked people for prayers. Uh, and the, for, called the Brisbane Times. They got in touch with the Frog Hospital. In Australia, there is 500 one, huh? miles away. Yeah, it's called the Frospital. <laughs> the airline says, oh, we'll take it. We'll take it on the next flight and flew it to the Frog Hospital to get fixed. The Frospital. And, correct. Wow. That's and so now they've taken care of it. They've sent it back. It's in a cage. They're feeding it special did it, food. Did it leave? I mean, live? Yeah, look, it's, it it's injured. That's it. It's got the big oh. cut from the blade on the top. Oh, yeah. And it's wow. healing up, and they're going to send the little tree frog on its way to get eaten by some larger animal. It's unbelievable. What do you suppose that cost? Jeez. I don't know. To airlift a frog to a hospital and then bring it back? <laughs> Come on. Come on now. now. That definitely could happen in America. Oh, yeah. It probably has. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, I'm going. I know uh, today is the last day. Thank goodness. And I'm going to Florida. Mm hmm. Good. And I lived in Florida for many years, and Stu and lived there for a while as and well. And soon you'll be living there again. And uh, mm-hmm. real soon. Like in the next few days. Yeah. So it's, anyway. be, it's a big move for you. But go ahead. I have never, I and mean, one of my favorite places to go in Florida, one of my favorite theme parks. Yeah, yeah, there's Disney World, there's, you know, all the, whatever. Gatorland. Gatorland. Okay. Gatorland. Mm-hmm. I. And love Gatorland. They you eat hot dogs. They feed them. Go there while you're there. But I have never <laughs> seen a gator as big as what was reported. They found in a golf course. I'm I telling saw you, this gator I is saw that too. monstrous. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Big. We should have the video. It looked like a dinosaur, man. It sure did. Look walking, at that thing. Walking across this, uh, we don't have. We gotta have look video, at that. Right? Look at the size of that. Look at that. And that baby was a monster. And I've seen a lot of gators, man. I had never seen one that big. That's a two hundred ninety thousand ton alligator. Two hundred ninety thousand tons. No, it's not. I'm go. Yeah, they it's, figured uh, they figured it was something like that. No, I, I mean that's, <laughs> that's that is huge though. How many feet did they say? I can't remember how how many feet they thought it was. It was like twenty nine feet. I, I was that's gigantic. I, want to see that. I don't think it was twenty. There is a video of this too. Isn't yes, right? there is that's a video amazing. of it. Which yeah, because he's walking down the he's waddling down the road. Yeah. and he goes around. The they bend. estimated about fifteen feet long. Okay, fifteen feet. Fifteen feet, yeah. eight hundred pounds. That's so I'm guessing, I, I, and that's their guesstimates. That's the golfer here guessing uh, 
you know, it might be 15 feet, but it looks almost bigger. And than they 15 say feet. that it's it's there all the time. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, that's at yeah. this course. In the he's, in he, they found him in an unusual place, but he's always wandering around there somewhere. And this guy just happened to be brave enough, I guess, to to, to shoot video. Him. Yeah, I think he meant to say dumb. <laughs> dumb, enough. Uh, dumb enough. Yeah, but you should actually. This is great because obviously we're a new show. This is a new story. Jeffy happens to be going to this location. Mm-hmm. Do a little coverage. You know, get down, like cover yourself in uh, you know beef juice or whatever they eat. Chicken. Some chicken. I mean, that would be dangerous then because then they no, 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 they just no, killed the no, gator they, not long ago eating cows. Right. Oh, so, okay. so dress I mean, up so as a cow. Was, you already I have like the outfit. Mm-hmm. You already have the outfit for the cow. Dress up like a cow. Put steak all over your. Go down body. there. You rub yourself with steak. Just for the picture? <laughs> no, I don't care about pictures. Yeah, you don't have to. Why would I? And then roll around in front of the gator. Why, why would I? If you don't want the... No, it was, goes really well. well, just to cover it. You can go back and tell us about it afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. you can tell us what happened. We don't yeah. need pictures. Yeah. Uh, 888-727-BECK. More patents. You, you, should, you should go work a gator line. If you, just, you, don't, you don't need to train. You just get in the pit with the gators. You learn it as you go. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what they say. On the job training is the best there is. It's like an internship. I don't like yeah. them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> 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 Putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Serious crap. Hello. How many times have we fought for that? No gay frogs. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so Axel Rose is uh, upset with Google. Um, he is uh, fi- filing a uh, DMCA takedown notice to Google uh, for to removing uh, to remove a few images. Um, <laughs> Sweet. I am mine. Here it is. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he's put on some weight. Where have the pies? Where have where the pies have cream and the cakes are tasty? Uh, <laughs> sweet Cheetos of mine on Golden Corral's door. Door. No, okay, knock, so knock, knocking on. on no, okay, I see. Golden yeah. Corral's door. Um, take me down sweet to the bakery. Sweet Cheetos of mine. <laughs> I had heard a. Another one I had heard was, um, remember the 80s? He ate them. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, as we age, okay, uh, you know. And we are no one. We, you're right. Not, That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Not to be critical. That is what I'm saying. But it, it is kind of a surprise when you don't see a guy like this for a long time. And then, and then whoa. This is why we make sure we do the show every day. So yeah. You see, it, you the, see the fatness you just slowly gets, we get fatter and fatter right. slowly. Well, he just mm-hmm. went back on tour or something that long ago. He didn't look that bad. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. So. He's filled it out a little bit, and uh, so. But uh, poor Axel. I mean, I, look, this uh, this happens, right? It does. I mean, well, it's uh, happened to us, right? I mean, just speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's happened to me. All right, so uh, no, there you is, go. It's definitely happened to <laughs> us all, and I, and it's it's hurt. It hurts. It does. Um, however. Uh, it is uh, it's one of those things when you're Axl Rose and you're a performer on stage, it's, it's probably a different level because at some level, I know this is going to surprise people, we're not selling the sexy images uh, of mm. ourselves as mm-hmm. part of our product. 
we actually know we're hideous, uh, and that's all. That's actually what we do here. We, we we think of it as like we must be so great on the air to be allowed on the air looking like this. It's kind of like we feel like that's a justification for how smart we are. Um, we haven't, we haven't cleared that with anyone, but that's the, how we think of it. You're right. Um, now you look at Jeffy for example. Let's look at Jeffy for one second. All right. Okay, that's enough. All right, that's plenty. More, that's more What's than enough. All right. <laughs> uh, so that, that's kind of it. I mean, I get it, uh, but you can't control that stuff. At some point, like as an artist, as a, as a public figure, you have to realize you can't control the internet. We talked about it on radio today. Yeah. I mean, people are horrible on the internet, and uh, they find, no matter what yeah, they find a they find it. Yeah, as Pat pointed out, even guitar teaching apparently is controversial. Right. Um, and it's like one of those things Crazy. where you, if you try to control, if you let yourself get hung up in that stuff. Yeah. I, I, I know. That's I just why I don't care. I, I, you, you know, know you, you've got to limit the amount of comments you read on Facebook or on your YouTube posts or whatever, because people are just going to be nasty. It's hard not to. There, yeah, it it's is hard, hard to just cut it yourself is. off from it because uh, you kind of want to get a feel for what the story is about, how people are reacting to it. But I, I it's a, it's unbelievable how nasty people get, how vitriolic they get over seriously. Strumming the wrong chord in a song on a guitar. Yeah, but it was. A, That's just he didn't a, strum the super power chord. I know. It's a. It's yeah. a. There's there's a minor seventh in there that you didn't get. And then they'll start calling him the F word or MF words and or C word. Or, yes, yes. <laughs> if it's a woman, you know the it's C like, word's coming. It's a free freaking lesson on the internet. You didn't even pay for it, and you're gonna bitch about it. It is amazing, isn't it? Hey, it's phenomenal, but that's where we are. And the, the summary know, really is just that people are horrible. They're horrible. Horrible. And if they can be anonymous yep. while being horrible, that just encourages more, you know, horrendousness. And because on and, and Twitter is Twitter is beyond anything I think on the internet, even Facebook. Uh, I, Probably. I, I mean, at Facebook, you're. That's why I don't even. I don't even belong. I'm not even on Twitter. Twitterless I just can't Pat. Take it. You are Twitterless Pat. Twitterless Pat. Um, as uh, I think with Facebook, there is that you are still tied to your real name. Typically, most people use their own names and their own accounts on Facebook. Yeah. Um, where that's not the case at all on Twitter. You're just making up some fake name. Right. So I do think it is a little bit worse. Although I get all, you get lots of hatred on on Facebook too. I I think. Uh, I actually wanted to do it. I've been uh, tossing around an experiment because I don't care. Like, I don't care about uh, the negative comments as far as, like, I just, the only thing it does is hurt the value of the site to me. Like, I, I, you know, you want to call mm-hmm. us names and say you know, we're Nazis and how stupid we are. I mean, the Trump people try it all the time with their little, like, adorable white supremacist insults. And it's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it's not something that affects me. It's easy, easily blown off. But I like the idea of, I was thinking it would be a fun experiment to go on Twitter and treat every comment as if it was someone like your friend saying it. So, like, you know, the things we say to Jeffy are horrible, mm-hmm. but because the intent behind them is just to hurt him and not, I mean, sorry, the intent behind it <laughs> is to is because we're friends and we're busting on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's completely justified and we actually mean it. And, and But I'm saying if the intent, I can't even get through this. <laughs> if the intent is just, you know, hey, you're busting on your friend, it's one thing. And if you took every insult on Twitter as if it was your friend busting Turn on you, it would be a really funny thing to just respond like that. Yeah, uh, because, yeah, it would. Because, I mean, how would you even 
But what would you do in that situation if you're the person who's, you know, uh, screaming? You just bust on him back yeah, in a good-natured way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's kind of a funny, uh, it's a funny uh, way to think about it. But it's just, it, it, it's not, people are on the Internet, but the people on the Internet aren't people most of the time. They're just, right. they're just like, I yeah. want to get pissed off. I'm looking for the outrage of the day. What can I, what can I do to make myself feel alive for an hour? And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let that bother me. And without inflection, it's so hard with just words like saying, uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. On Twitter, oh, really looks like, yeah, really? What do you mean? Right. Of course it's a fact. I just said it. When really I was meant, oh, really? Right. Well, you're no kidding, idiot. The Jeffy experience, if I, if I, as an expert <laughs> on it. Uh, I think I can, I can comment on this. I'm uniquely qualified to talk about the Jeffy experience. Even people in real life don't get Jeffy when he does things like that. Uh, it takes a long time for someone to actually get to the point in which they understand the Jeffy thing. So on the Internet, it's really hard. And the, the thing about Jeffy is he's that way with everyone. Everyone. Uh, he could meet you for half a second mm-hmm. and he's doing that to you yeah and Sorry. so people don't know how to take him no and uh so we mostly just leave him we don't take him at all we just leave him. by the way have fun in gatorland <laughs> with the steak with the steak uh, strapped to just, your body just rub it all over your body yeah they eat hot dogs really they don't like <laughs> that's steak. fine too um plus there's a i guess we have the last cassette uh, tape factory oh yeah we're talking about oh, guns yeah. and roses i did have appetite for destruction uh, on uh, on cassette back in the day, I remember. Uh, you, that, I really, mean, I, you were a Guns N' Roses fan? I wouldn't go Surprise. that far. I mean, I was not a. F- I mean, I was a fan. Like, there's certain bands uh, that there's three or four hits that you really like, but you're not a real fan. Like, I would never go Sweet to a Child concert. I was. I liked Welcome to the Jungle quite a bit. Uh, a few others. <laughs> But it was out. That was that was kind of bad. And then after Welcome to the Jungle, you could fast forward one, two, three, yeah. four, five. It hit the next song that you really like. And then you got the, those cassette players that would actually stop in between songs. They would they would yeah, sense they when the, the song. Oh, that was that was yeah, fun. No. that was yeah. epic. But I, I can remember too, to this day. There's certain songs I listen to like from the '80s that. I know when they end, if you flip the tape over where it was in the other right. song, because I did it so, so many, many times, times. Mm-hmm. Uh, because See I didn't want to listen to the next song. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, th- there actually is a factory in the United States currently, to this day, still producing cassettes. Nice. Who knew? Watch. There is a resurgence. The 20 and 30-somethings have discovered analog audio, and they like it. There is no question that cassettes are making a comeback. We are in the last cassette factory in the United States. This company duplicates audio cassettes and loads blank audio cassettes. We're like a printing press. 2015 was probably our biggest year, and this year is without question on target for exceeding it. Analog brings a sense of warmth that is not present in digital. I think the cassettes have made a permanent return. Shouldn't have gone away in the first place. But they did, and now they're back. My biggest concern is to pass this on to somebody else. Yes, there's other people that know how to do this. Most of them are my age. 
So I need to teach and train younger people. How's that coming along for you? <laughs> How's that coming yeah, along cool. for you? I don't in fully understand Missouri. this uh, new resurgence trend because it's, I got I you know that's the first time hearing about a cassette resurgence. Um, I can't imagine it. There's also a, an LP. Yeah, We've talked about this before. An a- actual album. Oh yeah. That's researches a, on vinyl, right. and and my son's a part of that. He loves the vinyl, and he, and we got him a record player for his birthday. I think it last birthday or Christmas or something. He loves it. I'm like, why? <laughs> what does he why? say? Do I, you want the? I assume you waited for the response and then just walk out of the room. What do you say? <laughs> he doesn't seem to explain it very it's well. It's because they like it's not perfect, right? It's uh, the album and the tapes are not perfect. When yeah. you listen to the digital stuff from the computer, I like and that. The, I, I like do that too. it doesn't have the hiss but we from grew the cassette. Up, but we grew up with or the, the hiss. scratch. From the album, we grew up with that, right? That was what we what we were forced to listen to. He didn't, to. right? Right? Your no, right? Didn't. He didn't. I mean, so, no, he didn't. Uh, it, it was clear. There, there is there's two things here because when I as I remember those formats, they were like that. They were scratchy and hissy. However, some of the high end vinyl is better quality than the digital stuff, and that's what he it, does claim. And, I, yeah. I I don't know that I've heard that. Because, I don't know that I. You know, I don't know if we got a high enough quality. You know, phonograph right. in order to to demonstrate that. Did you get the Blood Diamond to play them? <laughs> no, I, didn't. I will say that there's a guy who used to work here, LJ, um, and mm. he bought like the top of the line record player for lack of a did he really oh yeah and he has a ridiculous was, stereo he was silly like that he, he is was. a total audiophile guy like yeah. he care like to me honestly even as a guy who's worked in radio for a long time i don't really care the difference between when i get off my ipad uh, uh my i just want to hear the song like for example like there's mp3s that people share all the time that was like the format for a while um and there's also wave files and wave files are um much bigger and have much more quality, and 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 the guy who does all of our audio production here at the Blaze, Nick, is constantly making sure we send him wave files because it's really important. Do it. Now, like I can tell the difference between the two, but I think the average person doesn't really care. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, like if there's a lower quality on some of it. Now, the stuff that you do with the audio is really important, but like the the difference in quality between those two. It's sensible sometimes. I mean, you know, pulling stuff off YouTube, you can anybody can hear the difference there. But most right. people just want to hear what the comment is, right? Right. Um, so if you're driving down the road in, in your Volkswagen Bug with road noise, listening to something that you right. you just want to hear. It. Now there is there's a charm to sitting and having it the perfect audio, the perfect way in the perfect room with the great speakers. I mean, there is an experience that you know. Not that many people mm-hmm. care about, but it's really mm-hmm. cool. I mean, I, we've listened to music in, in really nice studios That's before, and it does make a difference. Most people just don't care enough to spend what they would get you to get there. The cassette thing, however, is not that. The cassette thing, <laughs> right? It, and now the they cassette up to is the a really inferior for audio better, yeah. right? We moved from cassette to DAT tape, and, right? To DAT tapes, just to, because that was better on tape sound. And when you turn it up. You don't get higher resolution, higher quality, yeah. higher fidelity. You get hiss. Right. And those cassette tapes made in Springfield, Missouri, did not look like the good Max Maxell Max cassette Hell tape ones. boxes. <laughs> of the Sony. They looked like uh, the cheap plastic ones you well, buy. I, I will say, I believe, and I'm a big believer in, the best format before digital was cassette. 
And the reason yes. I it's because it was durable. You could throw it around your car. Yeah. Now, yeah. the 8 track level, the, the 2 at some level, which I kind of thought was cool. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, the durability but is definitely th- good. That was a big thing. For the, mm-hmm. what most people use music for, I thought cassettes were really good. Plus, you could record on them really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the C, like CDs, I thought were problematic for that. You couldn't toss the CDs around your car, and I always had them. They were always scratched in my car. And couldn't everything. put it in the machine, record something real quick. Yeah, I, it's funny, though. Every once in a while, I'll go into some, like, discount store. Or like some some store, and they'll be in the discount rack like cassettes Cassette still. Tapes. Like they, they yeah. obviously mm. just had these sitting around and, and have never sold. Oh, them. They buy them. There's a couple stores uh, in the area here in the Metroplex that buy them. I'm oh really? Sure. And buy and sell them. Yeah. I yeah. will say we and we should do this maybe later this week, and we got to go to break. But uh, the New York Times just wrote a story. I think it's David Pogue, who is their like technology guy. Yeah, I've talked and, to him on my show. Yeah, before. he's been on before. He's a good guest. He's been on Glenn's show before too. He's a really smart guy about technology. Um, finally got around to going through his cassettes and his VHS tapes to get them uh, duplicated. He said, get it done, because they are deteriorating fast. Really? If you have a bunch of those around, yeah, get it I done now. The ones I have in my garage have probably already deteriorated. Yeah, I know, especially <laughs> if you're leaving them out in the garage. Jeffy Jeffy keeps playing with this stupid air conditioning in this building. Well, it wasn't working this morning when we came in. It was was, working. No, it was was not. Pat? No, it was really hot in here. There were no systems on in this building. I see we remedied that. In we the have meantime, remedied that problem. Snowing in the northeastern corner <laughs> we of have the room right now. The problem. It, they are working now. It's so, so cold. When I, when I walk out of here, I, I, people have asked about this before, like when I came from the museum and stuff. And there's like, mm-hmm. you guys always joke about it being cold. Is it really that cold? Legitimately, there are days I walk out of here and just stand outside in the 95 degree heat for like an hour to thaw out. To thaw out. Yeah. I, it's, I can't. I can't function. Jeffy, First last word, day, probably. we want to say last word to the audience before you're gone. Thanks. Love you. Very close. They don't. They don't. We should love you too. What?